previously on Just Cow in the City. Kind of like, oh, New York has the best Chinese food. Well, you'd be wrong about that. What the hell's going on here? My wallet, where's my wallet? It wasn't the best I've ever had. Who am I trying to impress? Now you want to talk? Now I'm ready to leave. He's not going to be there till 5.30. I don't want to miss lunch with the girls. No cocks were drawn on my mouth. Well, if that's not a fun place to eat, well, then I don't know fun. Welcome to another exciting episode of Just Gow in the City. Yes, go to all. We're back to 1985. That's Arcadia with Election Day, which is what it is today, November 8th, 2022. Big Election Day. Oh, I've already gone to vote. I just did it today before I went on the air. I did a little early voting action. And let me tell you, it was a very convenient. They told me, like, please tell everybody how convenient it was. And I'm like, okay, all right. And they love to talk in there because there's nobody in there. It was terrific. Actually, this was the best probably voting experience I had because every time I've gone to vote, I think I've told you, they send me, I go to the first location, then they send me to a second location, all because I'm apparently some sort of douchebag. Uh, but this time it was all in the good location. I didn't have to go 30 blocks out of my way for early voting. It was right down the street, and it was most convenient, and really it took all of two minutes and uh, I was at a, you know, it's at a college or is it a high school? I don't, what, what is it? I think it's a high school, but it's a high school, like a special arts, like an arts high school right down the street. So, you know, I was with the, the kids and I saw the teachers teach. I'm like, well, this I, I belong here now. This is what I do. So I just forgot my glasses, which, you know, was a little problematic, but I did the voting I need to do today and it wasn't the worst experience ever, as it was uh, that time when I was uh, when Donald Trump was there and he cut in the line, and uh, that's pretty uncool because this is the same place where he used to vote. But thank God he moved out of the neighborhood, and thank God his son moved out of the neighborhood because I was just talking to my dormant today. Remember when they used to come here? When he used to come here, and you know, every it was a disaster because his son lived across the street. Well, he's gone, hopefully for good, but who knows? Uh, but the important thing is get the vote out. Everybody should vote. Whether you like somebody or not, you've got to exercise your right to vote. It is the most important thing in what's left of this country. Because <laughs> things are getting, oh, they're getting crazy. You know, I always say to myself, wait, was it always like this or is this new? I think it's always like this, but we just happen to be living in this time where you know, you hear about this kind of time in history. We'll hear about this time 20 years from now. People will talk about this time in history and we'll be like, oh, I'm glad I didn't live then. But then their time in 20 years will be like, oh, crap, it's really worse now, but it's always worse. Not everything can be the 80s. Do you know what I'm saying? And thank God I got to live through the 80s when everything was perfect and flawless, <laughs> except for the music, the fashion, 
And uh, what's the third thing I always say? I don't remember, but uh, the comedy was excellent. I mean, the 80s were the best time. The movies, the fashion, the music, the TV shows, the best. The best in the cheesiest of ways. Nothing good has come from the 80s. Do we all like 80s music? Yes. Do we all realize for its, what does it call it, schlock value? Yes. The movies, I mean, Back to the Future is a great movie, right? But uh, And is it a classic? Yes. Is it stupid? Yes. But this is what the 80s were all about. It's fantastic. It was a great time to grow up. Everything was wonderful. And uh, now everything is a real shit show. I just, you know, ever since... Uh, 9-11, I can't even imagine what it's like growing up as a kid. You can't even go to a school. I mean, bullying, fuck bullying, fuck bullying. (laughs) You might get shot up if you go to school, and your law enforcement people aren't going to help you. I can't even imagine living in a time period like this, being terrified to go to school. Why wouldn't you be? What if the bully has a gun? I mean, Jesus Christ, bullying. They're worried about that. Grow the fuck up. There's too much else to worry about. Somebody, uh, oh my God, I just heard a story about, uh, I don't want to use the person, but one of my friend's kids like was singing some, oh, singing some song to some girl. You had a bad day. You were like, he's, sing- he's being obnoxious. And the girl pressed charges or went to the principal because uh, he was singing. I mean, that's, we've all had that done to us. Uh, I think we have to relax a little bit. Anyway, how are you, everybody? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, let me, um. I'll tell you, so I got to tell you a whole bunch of stuff, right? I'm really angry at my sister today. I mean, she is just the worst person. She will always hate me from the end of time. I mean, yes, are we like friends? Yes, but she's just so mean to me sometimes. I just, something about me just makes her so angry. And that's not just her, it's lots of people, but she just will not forgive. So think about this. I was with her yesterday, and, you know, I've been trying to plan my niece. Uh, this will, of course, air after this all happens. So I've been preparing for my niece to stay over. I'm taping this on Friday. She's coming over tomorrow. And uh, this is what I'm doing for her, right? She's coming over tomorrow. The cleaning lady came yesterday and I said, I'm not going to sleep in the bed. So she has complete fresh sheets to go put a little cover over it so dust doesn't get on the bed. And I slept on the couch for the next for yesterday and tomorrow I'm going to sleep on the couch. And Friday and Saturday, I'm going to sleep on the couch for three days just so my niece... Is in the most comfortable position. You know, I want to make sure everything is okay. I finally contacted the management company of this building and told them my neighbors are a piece of shit in a very polite manner. And I said, listen, the only reason I'm writing today is because my niece is coming over here. I don't want them stomping and bothering her. She's running the fucking marathon. Can you please do something about it? They were nice. I had dates and times. They're making the motions. I had audio recordings. I mean, I really gave it to them all. Everybody was very polite about it, but I don't know whether it's going to stop. I can hear them up there now, and it's the middle of the fucking day. So I don't know what this They're like, well, there's nothing we can do in the middle of the day. I'm like, I know there's nothing you can do in the middle of the day, but you can tell them to walk a little lighter and get some carpeting. Anyway, that doesn't matter. So then the plan is I take my niece down to the Staten Island Ferry on Sunday. I drop her off, and then my plan. So I asked my sister, what do I need to do on that day? That's what I said. I said those exact words. She goes, yes, that's exactly what you said. But then I find out yesterday, she apparently the whole family's coming over. They're all coming over to my house, to my apartment, when I just agreed to work from the office because I was going to be down at the South. She never told me any of that. She's like, well, you didn't want to do any. You didn't want to be a part. I'm like, what are you talking about? I just asked you, what do I need to do to, to help? 
she doesn't tell me her whole family's coming to my house. I should have worked from home. I work from home every day. I decided I'd do this different because I didn't know they were all coming. I mean, Liza's coming from Boston to see. I I was setting up friends that Dory doesn't know so they could root for a run. My sister never mentioned that the family was coming to, you know, watch her run. I, I, I thought she was just, I didn't know what was happening. And the worst part is my sister's yelling and screaming, like, just like, you never asked. You never asked. And I'm like, you're using my apartment. I, I don't understand how it wasn't. Clear, like, hey, uh, Liza's coming from Boston. Why wouldn't you mention that? And then the thing is, I, I was thinking about this yesterday. She's yelling and screaming. I'm so upset about this. And I was talking to my mother yesterday. I'm like, why is she so mean? She goes, I don't know. You know, she just can't forgive from the 70s or something. I don't know. It's really, it's really bad. You know, my sister just goes off. She's crazy. And she's just yelling and screaming at me at this restaurant yesterday. And all I've been trying to do is help her daughter. You know what I'm saying? I, I've been doing all this stuff for her. I'm, I'm changing my schedule to make sure she's okay. And then my sister's just giving me shit. And here's the worst part. I called my mother yesterday after I get home. I'm like, you know what, Rhoda? I put this whole thing together. If it wasn't for me, Dory would not be running in the New York City Marathon. I put it together. It is because of me. When I called Amy Yasbeck and said, is there any way my niece could run with your group in the Ritter run? If not for me, this wouldn't even be happening. I don't understand why she is so angry at me. It is really, really awful. And the worst part is I'm taking her to the function tonight. I'm going to with Amy Yasbeck and Sir Richard Klein, Larry from Three's Company, because... You know, because it was all for Dory. I just, I don't understand why she's being so mean. And so now I don't know what to do. I'm supposed to work in the office, but then everybody's going to be at my house. I mean, I could be here and at lunchtime, I could go watch her run right in my neighborhood. I, I didn't know what was happening. I, I, I thought Beth was only, the only thing I had heard, she was looking for parking on the west side because that's where Dory was ending the race. And she didn't tell me anything else. And I don't think I'm wrong here. Sometimes, you know, when it comes to my sister and her, you know, political views and all the other stuff, I, I, I think you all, we all know I'm an idiot. We know that. But in this case, you know, even my mother is like, I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. It's She's acting, she's crazy. There's no talking to her. She gets very angry. She gets very angry. My sister has a very bad temper. I mean, I don't think she's forgiven my dad, you know, for the way he left us. And I have forgiven him i don't get angry at it anymore she just doesn't forgive and it's bad and it's making me feel bad really bad and now it's like ruined my weekend so i don't know what i'm gonna do i mean i already made a big thing i'm like oh well i'll come in sunday so i don't have to come in wednesday or whatever i don't know it's a whole it's really frustrating but that's this week and again it'll all be done i'll tell you everything that happened on the tuesday show on tuesday when i see you um i'm sure i mean the whole point is i guess as long as dory's happy then i guess everything's fine you know i mean really i i, I don't know what else i'm supposed to do i i think i've been a pretty good uncle but she says i'm not you know like i'm, I'm like what else do you want me to do i'm i'm a single man and kind of a uh an idiot you know and, and it's just, i'm doing the best i can in my life and and with your kids <laughs> I, I i i don't know what else i can do she's just very demanding and and very cruel sometimes i guess it runs in the family because believe me later on i gotta tell you about my new restaurant review that happened last night on oh, no, a boy am i gonna let them have it <laughs> but why don't we open with uh friday as soon as i left you 
I went to the New Jersey Devils hockey game with my friend Chris Donahue, and boy, did we tie one on, but good. The bonus show will feature everything that happened there that night, including the opening with the biggest beers you've ever seen. I'm talking about Oktoberfest. They're not pints. I think they're quarts of beer, you know, like the the, the real where you, you're holding that huge Viking-like beer and going with your elbows like in a full metal jacket. Happy birthday, dear Jesus. You know, put, put your arm to and throw. I mean, it was huge. I got pictures of how huge we opened with that. So I drank a quart of beer. <laughs> and then we went to the gate. This was right, a bar right outside the Prudential Center. And then we went into the place, you know, and I had all the, you know, the food you can eat because they have all these stations. It's just it's actually just like going to the office. Uh, but And I have pictures. And boy, if you thought you were going to have diarrhea or throw up from the gobbler, well, <laughs> I had sushi. <laughs> and then I had <laughs> hot dogs with onions and cheese. <laughs> and then I had some carved meat. Was it ham or roast beef with stuffed shells? <laughs> and beer oh i did not have diarrhea it's unbelievable things have changed normally years ago that would have caused a major issue but there were no problems so we had lots of beer and then shots of jameson and then finally at the end the bartender even gave us free shots which was you know amazing because he doesn't usually do it but he's been there for so long i totally know the guy i don't think he knew that my cousin owns it i don't think he saw me with him maybe he did who knows it was really fun, and we just kept going up, watching five minutes of the game, then going back down you know, to the, the VIP area to drink and stuff. We really had a great time. Oh, I think I got high, too. We really had a terrific time. It was fun to be back in the game. And then I saw my aunt and uncle. I didn't think that they were going to be around because you know, they're, they're having trouble. You know, they're, not, they're not well. You know, my Uncle Ron can, the sweetest people, you know, he can kind of barely walk and my aunt Eileen's having, you know, other trouble. Uh, but it was so great. So Chris goes, so my Uncle Ron is wearing a devil's jersey with the name Blitzer on the back, which is, you know, his name. And he goes, oh, there's your cousin. He was making a joke. Hey, that old man is your I'm like, no, no, it is. So I ran up to him and I said hello because I hadn't seen them in a long time. And I wasn't sure if I was ever going to see them again. And then I saw my Aunt Eileen and I was just so, because my mother worships her and she is great. And we spoke and I got a picture and, then I said, you know, my mother really wants to come in to see you. You know, I thought you guys could meet. She's like, yeah, we got to do it. And then I talked to her daughter and I said, let's do it, you know, because I'll bring my mom in so they can see each other maybe one last time. I don't know. I don't want to talk like that, but you know what I'm saying. What's better? And I know I've said this before. You go to the game. I mean, I know my cousin owns, but then you see your aunt and uncle, the aunt and uncle that you like a lot. It's the best because then it really feels like a family thing. And David was there. David Blitz, the owner. And he, I, I was hammered. So I don't know whether they could tell or not. My friend Chris told me. I don't think they could tell, but he was just as wasted. And David just keeps slapping me. Like, I don't know whether he's glad to see me or whether he's just like, what is he doing here all the time? So I don't know. But it was really, really fun. And we, and then we, and so then after the game, we went outside to go to the bargain and you could just drink outside. I mean, it was a very pleasant evening. So we just drank some more outside, which was great. But keeping in mind, I was always keeping in mind, no matter how drunk I am, the train times, because you don't want to be left in Newark. And my friend Chris had to travel far. I just had to get somehow to, 
you know, I could probably always catch a path train, which would, you know, suck a little, but, you know, if indeed something happened, or I could probably Uber, yes, it'd be a little pricey, but for him, he's got to go all the way down the shore. So we walked, you know, over to the train station. It's late. We're really drunk. He's really drunk. Last time I saw him this drunk was in 1979 at the Springsteen concert <laughs> where he didn't make it home. But yeah, so he and I, I was like, you got to get on this train. Uh, but there was a delay. So I was waiting to put him on a train and then take mine. But something happened where he was delayed and I had to catch mine because there was going to be another hour. But I also fucked up my train. But anyway, he missed his train. I heard in text later, but later he finally got on another one. and I couldn't even believe it. I'm so glad that he did and everything worked out and he got home OK and everything. I was so upset that he missed his train because I, I could have helped that and I I should have stayed longer. I you know, he doesn't usually take trains, so he doesn't it's not it's not his fault, he's not an idiot or anything. He's it, it's just it's, that's not something he does like I do or like a lot of people do all the time. They take public transportation. That's not him. You know, he usually doesn't come to the city, he doesn't, you know, come up to well, maybe he comes up to the game, but he usually drives. So you know, I just I was really worried. I wanted to make sure he got on the right train and I guess I fucked up as a friend. I did the best I could. I tried to guy, and you know, you don't want to leave anybody. I mean, I know he's an adult, but I feel I would feel the same way if I was with my niece. You don't want to leave anybody in the Newark train station. Newark is disgusting. It's the one flaw to the Devils. You know, they're in this horrible place. They should have built that stadium in Hoboken. It would have been a lot more entertaining. Oh crap! So then, oh my God, I'm just remembering all this stuff. I I was drunk. I don't even. I don't know what was happening. I think I was stumbling and. I don't know what I was doing, so I catch the city bike right, uh, right out of the garden, and I am going up 6th Avenue, and for some reason, after eating all that stuff, I'm like, nah, I need some, <laughs> and I see those halal guys, you know, that, that they have the famous thing on 53rd and 6th, but the weird part was that they... Everybody was gathered at a different location, and I'm like, well, I'm going to go to the real location. So I parked my bike on 55th, walked down to 53rd, and wait a half hour online outdoors for this stuff that's not that great. But for some reason, I just, oh, I know I got it in a gyro fashion. I got it in a sandwich instead. So it was easier to carry. I waited a half hour. I was just sitting there, really just drunk, and just being like, la, 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 la. I don't, I don't know what, I, I don't think I was listening to the radio or anything. I don't think I was talking to anybody. I was just swaying back and forth online for some reason i'm like why am i even doing this i i think sometimes i think that eating even though i ate earlier will help me soak up the alcohol before i go to bed and it does work so i i don't know or maybe i was just looking for something to do and maybe i was just looking to have the alcohol dissipate enough for when i get home because i haven't had the spins in years because I am very rarely immediately at home. You know, I do have a period of time where I'm walking a lot to walk off the alcohol. So I've ne- I haven't had the spins in years. And let me tell you something. You, know, you guys know that is the worst. If you've ever experienced, you know, being that hammered and then just going to bed and the room is spinning. Oh, my God. That's the fucking worst. That is really one of the worst things it's it's horrible and you can't put a stop to it nothing's gonna help nothing you just have to stay up and take it oh but i haven't had that in years which is good so maybe that's why because that is the worst experience so i waited an hour it was an even longer line than the, the one on 48th street which is the one 
So then I'm like done, right? So then I'm like, all right, I've been out enough. I just want to get home. I've been, I mean, I, I you know, I, I left the Devil's Arena like two hours ago, or it feels that way, or whatever. So I decide I'm gonna take a taxi. I'm done. I'm done walking. There's no, there's no bikes. There was no bikes. I don't know what happened, or maybe there was, and I was carrying the sandwich. So I, I don't know what I was doing. So I get in a taxi. I finally get in a taxi. I've been in a taxi a long time. I hate taxi cabs. I get in the taxi. I won't. I'll never forget this. And I said, and I, I told them my address, which is so. What is it? Five blocks away. I said over on First Avenue. I'm on Sixth Avenue, right? And he goes, oh, there's a lot of traffic over there. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He puts on, you know, the the, the, the starts the meter. I go, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, there's a lot of traffic. I'm like, you are such, I was screaming at him. You're such full of shit, you piece of crap. There ain't no fucking, what do you think? I'm a fucking moron. I was screaming at him. I'm like, you can go. And, he's, and, and, and I was just screaming. I don't even know if he said anything back. I'm like, you piece of shit. I'm not taking your cab and nobody should, you should be brought up on fucking charges. I was screaming at the guy because I know he's bullshitting. There ain't no traffic at one in the morning by here. I know that he thinks I'm a fucking moron. Oh, I, I scrammed out of there. I closed the door and some guy was trying to take him. I'm like, don't take that cab. This guy's a fucking asshole. And I left and I was furious. I'm like, see, this is why I don't take cab. This is why Uber's replaced cab drivers. This is exactly why. So never feel bad. For taxis going out of business because Ubers are taking over. This I've told you this a hundred times. Taxi drivers are a piece of shit, and this is why Ubers have taken over. Taxis can suck it, never feel bad for them. They are pieces of shit, and they are only out to scam you, which is exactly what even happened to me in Las Vegas. I, I went there, go to the airport, I take a taxi instead of an Uber, and the guy scammed me for $40 for roundabout to the airport. So never take a taxi. Let's get rid of taxis altogether and fuck them. I was Oh, boy, was I angry. I mean, who wouldn't be angry about him? I know he was full of shit. Of course, I ended up walking all the way home. There wasn't a bit of, of course, there wasn't any traffic. I knew there wasn't any traffic. Oh, man, that pisses me off. And then last night, my friend Alina like wanted to take a cab. I'm like, no, no, no. And it was only eight blocks away. God damn it. They are the worst people, taxi drivers, horrible fucking people with a great movie named after them. But that's about where it ends. Catch you later, Kappa. What'd you say? I'll see you later, Kappa. I'm no cop, man. Well, if you are, it's entrapment already. Huh? I'm hip. <laughs> but you don't look hip. Go ahead, have yourself a good time. Go ahead. <laughs> You're a funny guy. But looks are on everything. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Have a good time. Oh, sorry about that, everybody. I, you know, it's funny. I was so drunk, I posted that night on Instagram. I don't know if any of you saw it. Uh, and then people were like, oh, I like your post yesterday. I'm like, huh? Man, I think, I mean, uh, I I never post and I just post and it's like, yeah, boy, I think a lot of people do that when, yeah, I always say like, don't post drunk, you know, and I say it all the time and then I didn't listen to my own thing. You know, that's how Roseanne got screwed. You know, she was tweeting drunk or, you know, high or whatever she was. That's how she got canceled. That's how you get, that's how you get canceled. But the good thing about Instagram posts is that they, you know, leave in 24 hours. So you have a, 
you know, a fighting chance to forget everything. But uh, and it certainly wasn't a bad post or anything. It's just I was like, wait, I what? <laughs> you know, who knows? Ah, uh, God, I really hate taxi drivers. They're awful, awful people. Anybody that tells you differently is an idiot. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so anyway, Saturday, right? So I'm hungover, right? And I got to go to work at eight in the morning, right? Well, go to work, you know, whatever. I'm very hungover. Uh, maybe I went to bed at two or three, so I got to wake up at seven. And I say, well, this time I'm not going to Dunkin' Donuts. I'm not, I don't want to eat anything and I don't want their coffee. I'm going to go, I'm actually going to go across the street and try this new 787 coffee, which I tried once before and it was very good. I'm just going to, I'm going to go over there really quick and I'm going to get a specialty coffee, you know, like a mocha cappuccino or something. Because I just need some coffee. I don't know whether... Yeah, I need some coffee for the hangover. But I'm just not in the mood to go to Dunkin' Donuts. I can barely, you know, walk. I'm still probably drunk. I go over there. They don't even give me the large. The guy just makes me... First of all, I go over there. The music is blasting. I'm like, dude, it's 7.30 in the morning. I didn't say it. I wanted to, but then you sound like, you know, really old man. And that's already given that I'm old, I don't have to prove it by saying, can you please turn down the music? I don't want to be one of those people, even though I am one of those people, but whatever. But do you really need the music blasting at 7.30 in the morning? You know what I'm saying? Blasting, and it wasn't like, you know, pleasant music either. So the the guy's like, I can barely talk over. I think I'll have a, I mean, it was ridiculous. The only one in there. He makes me a cup. He doesn't ask small or large, and they do have a difference. He makes me a small, tiny cup, tiny cup. I was like furious, but I let it go. Uh, a tiny cup of mocha chap cappuccino took like 20 minutes to make. Eight dollars. Eight fucking dollars. I went across the street. I said, can you believe this cost me eight? He goes, yeah. My doorman goes, I've heard. Everybody's talking about how expensive. I'm like, eight dollars for a cup of coffee. Now, if I get a Dunkin' Donuts, it cost me eight dollars to get a large coffee, a donut, and a bottle of water. I mean, at least I can get three items for eight dollars. Uh, or on Sundays when I get the extra donut for the doorman, you know, it's still maybe it's seven dollars. At least I'm getting three items. Eight dollars for a cup of coffee. Um, I mean, was it good? Yeah, it was all right, you know. But for eight dollars, that's an expensive. That's 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 a lot for a cup of coffee. Uh, for anybody, it doesn't matter not having money or having money. That's just, you know, it's not, I mean, it was really good, but it just doesn't matter. That's just too pricey. And a, a tiny cup, you know, it wasn't even like a large. So that was annoying. But again, I, I like I said, I save money because I usually get the doorman of water and I get him one because, uh, you know, who can afford that? Oh, really frustrated. I don't know. What is it then? A Chinese New Year? Uh, April Fool? May Day? Pay Day? Uh, VJ Day? Groundhog Day? Smile when I get warm. You, uh, you can smile, can't you? I'll give you a hint. It's full of witches and spooks and strange creatures of the night. Oh, sounds like Hollywood Squares. <laughs> we go through this every year. You know perfectly well what holiday it is. Okay, okay. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Will be. So on Wednesday, so uh, so Monday, right? I didn't. I just. I don't know what happened. I, I was. It was Halloween, and the last thing I wanted to do was go to the West Village. I don't know if you know anything about that parade. I mean, it's a delightful parade. I just don't want to be down there. 
I mean, it is jam-packed and crowded, and it was raining, all that kind of stuff, right? But I'm supposed to get wings with my friend Chris. But I'm like, you know, financially, I don't want to do it. And I, I just wasn't feeling well. I, You know, after Monday, I think I just made myself sick again. My nose, right? I think it's an allergy, a seasonal allergy, you know, like uh, it's just my nose has been running and stuff. It's like I don't have any other symptoms or anything. I just wasn't feeling I'm just very bloated. My sister and I both, we, I called her. She's like, I'm bloated today too. Like I felt so fat going into work like you know just one of those days like i know i say i'm fat but like then i i felt because it was bloating you know when you feel bloated i don't know what boys feel bloated <laughs> my sister's like i felt bloated too so i just didn't want to go out and eat anymore but my friend was really upset because he took off halloween i'm like i just can't do it i'm sorry i just can't do it. i went to bed at like 9 30 something was wrong i guess Yes, and he said, yeah, it's kind of a bummer, though, because I wanted to have, uh, I mean, I, I love having the wings and everything, but I just, I, I had such a bad time there last time. I think that was half the problem, too, just with those girls. I told you about that already. I don't know. I got to I gotta work it out. But then Wednesday, uh, you know, I just, I, I needed to get my hair cut. It was such a mess. And from that creepy guy that put it together, did nothing I really needed to get one, and the guy didn't have. I was like, on Monday, I'm like, okay, I'll I'll be smart. I'll make an appointment Wednesday on Monday, and he already his, oh, his appointments were already taken because Wednesday's perfect. I can walk right through there from work, and so I had to wait for six o'clock. So I had to kill two hours, you know, from work to you know go to six. But I was desperate. I desperate in need of a haircut, and it looks good. He did a good job, and it was worth it. You know, waiting, and I walked through this. You know, I was walking up there and I was taking my time and I walk. I found another park by the opposite side of the Holland Tunnel. I took some pictures. I mean, they're not that great, but I was just like, so I'm like, why are there all these parks by the tunnel? Why do they keep building parks, these bad parks with just gas fumes and everything going by? People are so desperate to see a tree in Manhattan. They will they will make these tiny little stupid parks that just I'm like, I don't get and with benches and stuff i mean can you really sit here while everybody's honking and yelling at each other and stuff and and relax but i just thought it was funny because i keep taking pictures of parks by these tunnels it just doesn't make any sense but you know that's where tribeca is so a lot of people a lot of families actually live there it's very residential just so happens there's a passageway to new jersey right next door to their house so traffic is a disaster every single day. So I don't know whether I'd want to live there. Meanwhile, right? So I'm walking home, right? I just told you I'm bloated and I'm fat and I'm trying to change my ways of eating. So Monday, I only had oatmeal. I was very proud of myself. Just oatmeal. Right? I can see the breakfast routine is the key to maybe losing five pounds. So I just had oatmeal. On Tuesday, uh, okay, they had eggs and avocado toast. Uh, there was no way I wasn't going to have that. But then I had a very, uh, I think I had a very sensible lunch. I didn't eat that much. I didn't like what they had. So I don't think I might have had, I don't know what I had. But I remember on Tuesday, I said I was going to go home and do the show. I didn't bother having a guest after that mess up last week. I had Amy Yazbek on. She was terrific. She's so pretty. Oh, my God. So that was kind of fun. I hope you guys thought it was okay. I mean, it's, it's a little serious, but that's all right once in a while. And she was a good guest. And then we still did our thing. And then, you know, the question is, what am I going to eat after the show? And I used to treat myself to a big plate of baked ziti. And I'm like, all right, I can't do that if I had already gotten, you know, lunch and breakfast. Okay, this is the issue. What do I do when I get home? So I said, I'm going to have soup. I'm just going to have soup. I looked it up. I'm going to have 
the hot and sour soup from the Chinese restaurant across the street. You know, so my sinuses are all messed up. That'll be perfect. I looked it up. It said it has medicinal possibilities. It's not fattening. There's tofu in it. So I ordered that. And I, and I ate that. And I was pretty proud of myself that I had soup. And I, I weighed myself and my mother yesterday. I think I lost five pounds. Well, you know how men are. You're probably very jealous, ladies. Uh, but it, the scale was the, it was not the uh, 200. That's what it was two weeks ago. So uh, even just eating the soup after not having wings, I guess, I don't know, must have helped. Plus, I was walking a lot. I walked home on Monday. I walked home on Wednesday. You know, so that's good 10 miles. And I rode the bike to work every day, even if it's electric. It's still pedaling. It's something, right? It's something. I just get home and I'm just exhausted. So I'm walking up Third Avenue from Wednesday after the haircut. I stopped by the comedy cellar to see uh, outside Steve because it was his birthday the next day, which we were going to get together. So I said, I'll just see him. I'll tell you something. I, I you know, I didn't even go inside. I mean, something is so up. That I, 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 I didn't even go in. I mean, that would never have happened before COVID. I would never have not stopped by. Then I just saw him. There was nobody out there. Plus, the security guard, this guy, uh, Steve, no, what's his name? Dave or Steve? I think it's Steve. Um, that's why I'm getting confused. Uh, he died, and everybody's really upset about it. He was the greatest guy. He was a huge, big black guy, the sweetest guy, but the sweetest guy. I mean, look at what I, I'm so racist. Um, but he was so sweet and so nice, and it was great walking down the street and seeing him all the time and fist pumping. And he was just such a nice guy, and he, he liked me, and he liked everybody, and he was a sweetheart. But when it came to you know, business, he was also intimidating and, an outsta- and really good at his job. And he's dead. And everybody was upset about it. So I think outside Steve was upset about it too. So like he wasn't in a good mood. And I'm like, oh, screw this. And I walked in over that bar and I just said hello because I didn't have any money to buy a drink. I mean, things are really, really bleak. But, you know, at least I'm being smart in a sense, you know. And, you know, I didn't have a drink, even though I would have, wouldn't have minded. And I walked back home and I was walking up third and I was talking to my friend Joe on the phone. And all of a sudden I see the sign, which I did not know. Maybe you guys know. I saw the sign, the McRib sandwich is back, and it's the farewell tour. And I was furious because I'm like, I'm going to go home, and I'm just going to have like a slice of pizza maybe or soup again, but something that's not you know crazy. And then, of course, what am I going to do? What am I not going to get the McRib sandwich? It says it's the farewell tour. I didn't see any advertisements about it whatsoever except a big sign of it on the McDonald's. I'm like, God damn it. I said to Joe, God damn it. He's like, yeah, I had one yesterday. I'm like, fuck. Now I have to have it. What am I going to do? Not have it? Every time it comes back, I got to have it. So I went to the one in my neighborhood, which was a piece of crap now because they don't have fountain soda because I was just going to go for it all. And I was kind of glad because then I just ended up having the uh, water at my house. But I was, ugh. so I didn't get the uh, combo. But I got two. McRibs to get it out of my system, which it is, because they weren't very good. <laughs> and some fries. I'm eating it, and I'm just like, you piece of shit. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? If I never have this again, I think I'm okay. There's just not enough sauce on it. I should have, I guess I could have asked for more. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. I'm telling you, I don't know what kind of meat. I know I've been doing that joke, I've been opening with that. When I was doing comedy, like, uh, what did I got on my calendar? Oh, that's right. It's the return of the McRib sandwich. 
it's still a funny joke, I think. I think it'll work, but now they're saying farewell. Farewell. Why are they saying farewell? I got to look that up. I don't know why I didn't know about it. I don't know what happened, and I got I to gotta look it up and say why they're saying farewell. Why are they saying farewell? Or are they just pulling what like Phantom of the Opera did on Broadway and saying, it's our final, it's over, it's over, and they just say that to raise ticket sales, which they did, which they are, you know, ticket sales are great, and then come January 1st, they'll be like, you know, maybe we'll, uh... so I think that's their plan. It's very smart, you know, like the way the Who's been doing that for years. This is it, folks. This is it. And then five years later, like, however, the stupid McRib, God damn it. God damn it. You know, New Jersey? So then uh, yesterday, yeah, I went to go uh, see Rodin. The plan was I was going to go see so Then I was thinking because I knew I had to come back to the city, which I hate doing anything on Thursday nights. But it was like at 830. I'm like, all right, I can do this. I can do this. Just relax. Try and be a person. That's how bad it is for me. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, I hate rushing back. I like hanging out in Jersey. You know, it's just pleasant. Oh, my God. I cannot tell you what a difficult situation it was again to leave. There was so much noise and horribleness. I'm like, I got to move out here. This was just getting to my car. If it wasn't construction going on, then there was just steam coming out of places. Then there was a paper shredder truck. It was just awful. There was a, a, a bake fair going on at the church that was so loud. I, I just to get to the car to get out of the city there were all these horrible trucks and things and it was just such a mess and then once you get out you just feel like this relief so why would I ever want to come I'm like oh I gotta rush back in I don't have to rush back in but you know what I mean it's just but it was too easy you know just parking at the garage and then go up it was on the upper west side I'm like it's too easy because I was thinking about just taking the train having my sister pick me up and then you know, go back, but I'm like, no, my sister likes to leave early. I need to kill some time so I don't have to go back home and then go back out. You know what I mean? I just want to stay out. So I did just that. And I went over and we had to pick, my mother had to pick up a pair of slacks. <laughs> they call it at this place called Rona's, not Rona's, Rona's off Route 9. So where we went to this store, my sister was in heaven. I think it's an old lady store. Uh, you got to be like over 50, but they have really good stuff. They got furs. They got, it, it was a nice store. You know, I took a picture of like the stuff and the ladies that worked there were all like 70 or whatever. It's really funny. But some of the stuff was nice, I guess. It, it was funny. And then we were going to go to the Chinese place, but we saw this brunch place. Uh, it's called something. I guess it's a chain. Practically brunch or something like that. And we're like, let's just go there. And we went there because they, oh, I saw they had a frozen hot chocolate there. And if you uh, know of any of my old podcasts, I would always talk about going to this place called Serendipity here in the city, right by my house. And they are known for their frozen hot chocolate, which is the shit. Seriously, it's amazing. Frozen hot chocolate at Serendipity. I've been going there since the 80s. It's really, they're not, this place Serendipity is not known for their food. But they are known for their desserts, and the frozen hot chocolate is spectacular. So I'm like, oh, my God, let's go there. 
So we went there, and the menu, and that's where my sister got the fight, so I don't even know what I was doing. And I ordered this omelet with everything, and it wasn't very good. It was a little disappointing. I think Beth ordered something good. My mother ordered pancakes with strawberries, and it looked good. You know, the menu looked good. I should have had the chicken and waffles, but I knew I was eating later. So I don't know. It wasn't very good. Uh, but the good. I asked for a Coke with lemon, as I usually do with omelets, and um, they give it to you in a mason jar. It was quite delightful. <laughs> Wait, what did my sister? She had some sort of latte that they were going to put a whole bunch of stuff, a pumpkin latte. That's right. And they were going to put a whole bunch of like, just like me and my uh, nephew had the other day, like cinnamon buns on it. She said, well, don't do that, but just give me the latte. And that was pretty good in a mason jar. And then I uh, afterwards ordered the frozen hot chocolate. What am I not going to have it? It was horrible. It was awful. She's like, how is it? Awful. It was bad. It wasn't even as good as chocolate milk. It was really shitty, but it was filled with whipped cream and uh, and a marshmallow. So that was the best part. And a little chocolate drizzle, as we like to call it. But yeah, otherwise it was bad. Uh, if they're known for that, well, they're idiots. Uh, I got to get the actual name of the place. Something brunch. I don't know. Because they kept saying PBJ, and I thought they were saying PDJ, and I thought it was some sort of message to Professor David Juskow. Uh, but no, it's called PBJ, so like practically bunch, brunch. Of, I, I don't know. But that was the name of the place. It's a chain of some sort. Yeah, it wasn't very good. I wish we had gone to the Chinese restaurant. Damn it. So then I went to my mom, I tell you, and uh, you know, we I knew I had stuff I had to do, right? I had to get her a couple of appointments and talk on the phone again and do all this stuff. Ugh. You know, the worst kind of stuff. And Beth just left. <laughs> As if it could get worse that she's so mad at me that I'm helping my uh, mom with this stuff that just sucks and she doesn't want to do it. I'm helping my mom, and her mom, and her kids, and all she's just screaming at me. You just said, what am I supposed to do? So my mom wanted to make a new periodontist appointment or something, whatever it was. We call the place. I call the place. And they have a machine. Hey, you have reached. Our hours are, you know, uh, whatever. I go, oh, I should have called. It's after four. And then it says their hours are nine to five. And I'm like, wait a minute. I called at the right time. What the fuck is this? That just makes me so angry. Calling the doctors. There was one doctor who canceled my mom's appointment. Wouldn't call back. Uh, This kind of stuff just makes you crazy. You know, these doctors are just so awful since COVID. Everything is so much worse. It's such a uh, a problem and... Then I had to fill out all these forms, do all this stuff, but I had plenty of time to kill, so it was all right. And of course, I got to, you know, worry that everybody makes their picks for the football pool. That's a big deal. You got to make sure everybody gets their picks in on time, too. It's a, Thursdays are a very tough day for me. Very tough day during this time of year. It's going to continue when I teach this class. By the way, I thought of a really good um, lesson. Uh, you tell me if you like this. I'm calling it. Instant screenwriting, okay? So let's say I take the movie Arthur, which I know they've never seen, and somebody said, well, what if they've seen it? I'm like, it doesn't matter, and I guarantee they haven't. What 18-year-old is going to see Arthur? I want to see a man in his 40s as a drunk. Uh, That sounds like a fun... I mean, we all know Arthur rules. So here's the plan, and I just have one example for now, but I mean, this is what I'm going to do, right? So I take the movie, assuming they've never seen it. And even if they have seen it, if they watch it once, it doesn't matter. They're not going to remember the lines the way we do. And I said, uh, so I'm going to take like this particular line, right? Arthur, will you take my hand? I'll pause it and I'll say, 
I want you to tell me or write what do you think goes next here? Maybe this will be the assignment. What goes next here? What line of dialogue? And even if you know the line, what do you recommend? You know, what's a better line? What's a joke? I know kids can't write jokes, but I mean, if you're going to write a screenplay, you're going to have to learn how to write a joke. You're gonna, we, need a, we need a joke here, no matter what you're writing. You're going to need another line. What's the line going to be? Not that particular one, but, you know, what, get, guess the next line. Try and come up with a line. That's the assignment. What do you think? I think it's a pretty good idea. You know, I'm just trying to come up with plans. I think it's an interesting, uh, fun activity. I hope so. I hope it doesn't stress anybody out. As we all know, the next line is, That would leave you with one. Oh, me and Steve were doing that nonstop because we actually had fish. He goes, well, You're all another fish. Meanwhile, I found out they went to go see Christopher Cross without me. I was so angry because I was going to call them and say we should go. They went without me. I was really upset about that, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. But anyway, I went back to the city, parked the car, and then walked through Central Park, which was quite lovely, screaming at my mom about Beth. (laughs) And then uh, meeting those guys uh going to uh oh, it's funny i went to alina's house again because it just happened to be on the way i'm like are you here or should i just meet you at the restaurant she goes, no, i'm actually upstairs and of course she was late again and that's why we had to take a cab eight blocks oh i was furious i'm like what's the big deal if we're late now look we'll just walk up there we'll walk up there we'll be in there in five minutes no we gotta take a cab oh oh man does that make me upset you know leave earlier than i maybe i guess uh whatever so we met everybody there this place called Crave, okay, Crave Fish, because Steve wanted like oysters or something, you know. Now, I've been afraid of this place because it's a little too pricey, but oysters are pricey, so what are you going to do, you know? So we get there, and again, I'm not saying it's a crummy snobatorium, but, you know, they definitely treat their restaurant as if it's not McDonald's, you know. It's not as snobby as the others, but it's, it's there, and they're like, oh, we're serious about our fish. And they certainly charge a lot of prices. And they have, you know, adult things on the menu. This is not for kids. It's not a kid's place. So we ordered some oysters. That's Steve. We ordered some squid, two orders of squid. And then Alina wasn't paying attention. She goes, well, I have the calamari. And I'm like, we just ordered two things of squid, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I love you, Alan. Uh, and then she's like, oh. And the waiter's even like, yeah, that's it. Oh, and we got there, right? So the guys already have drinks because we're late, and that's what we get. I mean, I was late because I was just following her. And the waiter, and she goes, can we order some drinks? She goes, oh, you guys want drinks? I'm like, what the, who the fuck is this guy, Graham? What what do you mean, do we want drinks? No, we don't want drinks. We just decided to get here late and just not have drinks. You know how I don't like to be rushed. Anyway, Steve was drinking this, like, it's called Fall Sangria, and it was really good, so I had that. It was good. I don't think there was any alcohol in it, but it certainly went down really quick, and it was good. He kept calling it Fall Sangria, too. Would have been fine if you just called it Sangria. Anyway, drank a little. Then we ordered the appetizer, right? So I see, of course, colossal, colossal shrimp cocktail. Of course, you only get three pieces, but it's colossal. So what the hell? Nobody wanted it, so it was all for me. Like, oh, I'll just put that on top of the oyster. I'm like, fine. Colossal. Well, it was not colossal. Alina even goes, oh, my God, the ones at Wolfgang's are so much bigger. I'm like, yeah, this, and this place says colossal. They don't even say that at Wolfgang's. It just says shrimp, cocktail. You can't say it's colossal and then not be colossal. I could have gotten that at the grocery store. 
Oh, man, does that piss me off to know what those were not colossal shrimp. That's the first thing I want to throw in the chef's face. These are not colossal shrimp. And that's hilarious, too. Be waving a piece of shrimp at somebody and be like, you really call this colossal? This is not the length of a baby's arm. You and your colossal shrimp, you fucking piece of shit. I was so angry. That kind of shit. You know that drives me nuts. I need to have my own restaurant review show. We came up with the name yesterday. It is called Regular Guy Restaurant Review, right out of Easy Money. The Regular Guy Restaurant Review. R G R R. The regular guy, look, I just bought two of your shirt sleeve pajama tops. The regular guy restaurant review. Yes. This needs to happen. I don't know how, but it needs to happen. So so I'm pissed at the Colossus Shrimp. Also, the squid was awful, and everybody agreed. It was chewy and not in the right places, and it was really bad. It, the taste wasn't horrible, but it just wasn't good. Uh, so then we ordered, uh, I think I had a, it's, it's called something, it starts with a B, but it's it's sea bass, but like an Asian sea bass. And it was very good over asparagus. It was very good. But again, of course, the fish came and I'm like, yes, now can I have the uh, man's portion, please? Oh, you know, this kind of shit drives me crazy. And three of us got that. Um, Steve got the tune. It looked very good. And Alina got something that she didn't like. I don't remember what it was. So the food was just, you know, it's okay. But, you know, meanwhile, I'm just thinking I got to get to Grace Papaya after this and, you know, really get some food. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm going to try not to do that. And I ate the fish and the asparagus. It was very tasty, very tasty. You know, we were, th- oh, so then they bought out a like a chocolate chip cookie and ice cream for Steve for his birthday. And we're like, oh, maybe we'll get dessert. So Alina goes, can we see the dessert menu? And then you see this guy goes, well, um, and I'm like, well, um, what, what could possibly be coming next? Let's play that game where, uh, well, let's see, I'll pause the waiter said, what could possibly be coming out of his mouth now? Is it going to be, we're closed, the chef left, um, you know, you've already had one dessert. What, what is possibly going to be his next statement? Well, his next statement's the stupidest fucking thing you've ever heard. He goes, um, you know, we're right um, updating our menu so we don't have the dessert menus ready yet. And I'm like, why would you even tell us this? I'm like, like, I can just tell you what we have. Why don't you just do that, jerk off? I really fucking hate this guy. Like, I don't hate him because he wasn't a bad guy, but it was just like, what? why would you say it like that? Our dessert menus aren't really ready yet. So then, you know, our friend John just goes, well, what do you have for dessert? Oh, well, we have, uh, you know, it's like, all right, we'll have that. He ordered, he, he, they had three things for dessert. We ordered two of them. But I didn't get coffee. I, you know, the whole thing was a disaster. I, I can't stand going to uh, restaurants with other people who don't get it. And these guys get it. There's a, I don't know. Everybody's always in a rush. You know how I like to get coffee and dessert, but it wasn't even an option, I guess, because the menus weren't, <laughs> weren't there. I mean, that was the thing, these fucking place. Again, this fucking place. They don't have the goddamn menus, right? They don't have a dessert menus. Fuck you and your prices, your $40 fish, and your fucking, oh, uh, well, today we have the, the blue oysters from that. I'm like, you fucking suck. Our menus are being updated. Fuck you. So we had a little bit of dessert, and then uh, we left, and then walked over to Blondie's, which is this horrible bar that I've always hated, where people say the wings are good, but they'd be mistaken. But uh, John wanted to go and watch the World Series, 
which I thought maybe I would do and have another drink. We were just standing outside because John and Alina smoke. So they're smoking. Then this girl comes out for blondies. Hey, could you smoke over here because people are complaining inside? I'm like, what? I don't smoke cigarettes, but I'm like, and I get it. But their door was open. So close your door. I mean, I, I would complain about people smoking out, but people smoke outside. It's not like they have a designated area. So I'm like, I don't want to go in there. I don't like that place. Their wings are subpar. And there was like nobody in there. I mean, um, because mostly it was like, what was it, 1045? And there was nobody there. Now, I know the World Series isn't anybody's cup of tea. Nobody cares. The Phillies, Houston, nobody cares. But that bar was empty. And all the bars were empty because everything closes by 11 o'clock. It was crazy. I walked past three other bars where the World Series was going on and lots of drama and there was maybe a dozen people in there. Things have completely changed. Everything is weird. Meanwhile, I guess if the Yankees were playing, maybe things would have been different. So he wants to go in, and I see all these people, and they're clapping. Let's go, Phillies. Let's go, Phillies. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm not going to sit here and watch people root for the Philly. I don't want the Philly. I'm totally rooting for the Astros. Totally rooting for the Astros because it's going to make Yankee fans so angry. It's going to be so terrific because now they're not going to be able to complain about that. They cheated. Well, this time they won fair and square. So what's your problem this time? Like I said, this is all just about I don't give a shit if the Yankees win or lose, but it's like all of us about my next, you know, several months where I got to listen to Yankee fans on the sports radio only because it's the only thing that's live late at night that I can listen to. So if I got to listen to everybody complain that uh, the Astros cheated well now they won't be able to if indeed they do win when this comes out we'll already know but it certainly was an exciting game so they had I don't know whether you know about this but on Thursday they had the Philadelphia Phillies playing the Houston Astros in Philadelphia and for Thursday night football they had the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles playing the Houston Texans in Houston so it was a big Philadelphia Houston night so you really couldn't lose going to a bar to watch I just wasn't in them I couldn't wait to go home and that walk from the Upper West Side going through the park and, you know, just having a very nice walk, even though now it's a little scary because you just, again, saw two people with hoodies and I'm like, oh, no. And it doesn't matter what ethnicity they are. People with hoodies scare the hell out of me now. Why wouldn't they be? There hasn't been one attack I have seen where a person's not wearing a hoodie. We talked about this last week. Oh, and that's the other thing I wanted to say is that with the 24-hour shit, I just read that Denny's, which of course there are none in the city, but you know Denny's is all world uh, nationwide, they have now told their franchises, start opening 24 hours again because this is bullshit. We're a 24-hour place. You got it, and they, they're giving them incentives to stay open 24 because since COVID, that's about. So I like that. Denny's is making a move. We need everybody else to go in on this. Now, I, there is something, as you know, especially being this age, that I like that things are closing a little earlier, but not the 24-hour diners. Those need to be kept open. But how's that going to work if everything's closing earlier anyway? But I like the attempt. And you know what I was talking about also, getting afraid to go home. Uh, They just arrested this guy that raped this girl recently in the West Village, running, jogging. Yeah, apparently he had done this to... uh, you know, a bunch of people, and they finally caught the serial rapist. But uh, this is the problem that I'm having because I see it a lot. She was running 5:30 in the morning, you know, on the on the west side in the West Village, uh, over by the pier. Now I go by this every day on my bike, as you know, at six in the morning, 6:30 in the morning, whatever it is, you know, even seven in the morning when it's dark, 
and I see all of these women running. I see men running too, but I see really pretty women. Listen, this is, could be as sexist as you want it to be. It's just a fact. I see them running by themselves in the dark in these questionable areas where I'm even afraid. I'm like, thank God I'm on a bike because I think I'd be nervous. And remember, it's very dark. At 5.30 in the morning, it's pitch black. And this girl's running around by herself. There was a girl the other day I was passing. I almost wanted to talk to her. I was on the bike. I always wanted to be like, hey, how you doing? I, I, I think about it in my mind. Obviously, I'm never going to do it. Me and Vincent were afraid to sit next to those girls for dinner. You remember? <laughs> like, we could put you here or there. Oh, we'll sit away from the pretty girls. So obviously, I'm not going to do it. But I mean, these girls are running by themselves in the dark because it seems like, oh, it's early morning. But early morning is late night to somebody who's not sleeping. And this guy was on his bike or whatever, a stolen bike, whatever it was, a city bike, because a lot of people are using city bikes for escapes. I see a lot of abandoned city bikes, which I know there's always been trouble at that location. Because why would there be, you know, you got to lock up the city bike or they keep charging you. So he pushed her over, which I could easily do a hundred times, got off the bike and then just started to assault her and choke her. And I mean, I see this all the time and I'm always like, geez, I hope these girls are running by themselves in very questionable areas. I think about this every day. I didn't know. It actually was a problem, but I was worried. And of course, you don't want to say like, girls, stop dressing so hot. You're asking for, of course, you don't want to say that. And they're not dressing hot. They're not thinking it's hot. But this one, you know, the, <laughs> some of them are really pretty and they're all at, the, and I, what I can't figure out is like, they're all, where are they coming from? Where do they live? I understand the West Village one, but when I'm in Battery Park City, I'm like, where do they live around here? Where is there a residential area around here it all just seems like office buildings and factories but so i'm like where are they coming from you just got to be careful and again it's pitch black at that hour 5 30 in the morning she's like oh i'm gonna get up early and city's different it's not the way it was it's not like the old days when we could do whatever we wanted Meow Mix comes in two varieties, original and seafood middles. A medley of mackerel, tuna, and crunchy centers bursting with seafood flavor. Meow Mix. Tastes so good, cats ask for it by name. Which brings me to a couple of other items. There was an article today in the paper about how much, beware how much it costs to get a cat. You know, I've been, certainly I would like to get another one again, but I always say to people, I can't take care of myself right now, and a cat is an expense. And I'd love to have a cat, but there is, a, and they're saying, you know, make sure you, it costs about twenty five thousand during during its lifetime. But that's not that bad because they live for so long. But about seventeen hundred each year, and it's the most stuff. You know, I mean, certainly when you get one, you gotta you gotta bring it. You know, get it all. It's uh, appointments, and then of course there's food. There's a hundred, and then toys. Uh, litter box they also say there's a price for replacing furniture uh and stuff like that so it's just they they don't want people to not buy or get a cat but they just want to let you know eh, you know just before you impulse get a cat which is what i'm doing think first because remember i i impulsed got my first cat my only cat selena the greatest cat ever and you know, it's so easy to impulse get a cat. And those, those pe- these people are dicks. Remember, they impulse buy, and then they're like, oh, I got to give it away now. Those people are the worst people ever. 
because why would you want an owner that's not thinking of it you know later on you just never think of the expense you never think of the expense let alone getting a dog thinking of uh you know the boarding or whatever you know when you go away a dog walker that's a lot of expense but you think a cat wouldn't be that expensive but you know food is pretty costly even for pets and they and they jack up the price for pets because because they can what are you gonna do pet food what are you gonna say then don't have a pet you know i mean it's it's like uh uh what's the other thing we always talk about where they jack up the prices and there's nothing you can do about it cigarettes it's a great example so then don't smoke what do you want us to tell you it's an expensive habit and they had something on selena gomez i don't know if you heard about this is just I don't want to get upset about this. Nobody doesn't like Selena Gomez. She's terrific, but she's, I guess there's a documentary about her on Apple TV and, you know, and how awful her life is. You know, I, you know what I mean? It's like, she's like, well, I started on Barney and it all went down. I was like, you know, me, I would have loved a job on Barney. I mean, I get it. I get things happen, right? But it's just, it's really funny reading her, her woes. She started on Barney. You know, they don't even mention being the star on your Disney show for many seasons, the Wizards of Waverly Place. But then, you know, she's like, oh, you know, and then I started dating Justin Bieber in the weekend. And I'm like, oh, no, you know. And then and, and it's just like, you know, and then she had a kidney transplant. Now, that's for real, right? So that's horrible. And she was suffering from depression and depression. And you're like, well, what do you want us to do? You know, there's people that suffer from depression who don't know where their next paycheck is going to come from. You're getting paid a pretty penny because if it does all come down to money, because then you can kind of relax. But, you know, what are we what are we going to be upset because she started so young and had a really illustrious career and has never not been working? And now does it end with her like, are are we going to feel bad that she has to work with Steve Martin and Martin Short on a daily basis now? Do we have to feel bad about that? Do we feel bad that she's in a show where she's the executive producer along with Steve Martin and Martin Short that is really funny and she's able to hold her own? Do I have to feel bad about this? Oh, good for her. I'm just saying it's difficult for somebody like me to, you know, to feel bad for somebody. I mean, she seems like a nice person. She's really good on that show. I've always liked I liked The Wizard of the Waverly Place. I, I've been watching her career for years. I'm sorry that you're so upset by it. We know how it is. People suffer from depression. doesn't matter who you are. I talk about this with Sarah Silverman all the time. She's got everything anybody could want, but you know how it is. I mean, what do people worship? Uh, Taylor Swift, the reason why she's so popular. Kids love her stories of woe. Oh, she has such bad dating stories. You know, I feel so bad for her. Do we really need to feel bad for Taylor Swift? We should feel bad about us. Our regular people lives sometimes stink and we're trying to make the best of it. And you're making a lot of money. And for me, I guess I'm just thinking it all just comes down to money. That's when I'm the most depressed. When I have money, I'm happy and I'm just like, I feel good. And if you don't know where the money's coming from and there's a daily basis where I could get kicked out of this apartment, how am I supposed to feel happy? So I guess for me personally, it just comes down. I'm like, am I supposed to feel bad because she was on a successful series and then dated these you know, I mean, I feel bad for her dating Justin Bieber. Yes, I feel bad for that. Nobody should have to go through that. But do I feel bad for dating The weekend? The weekend's awesome. I love that guy. Well, I'm supposed to feel bad for Taylor Swift being able to date all these boys. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like, uh, I'm very upset that John Stamos is very upset for, or Scott Baio. I feel very bad. What a horrible existence he's led um, on all these shows and then slept with the entire calendar of a Playboy bunny year. I'm, oh, no, 
ah, oh, this poor guy, I mean, he's really had it bad. He, he was finally able to find a wife, you know, and you know what I'm saying. It's fun. I mean, we, you know, it, 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 with Selena Gomez, you, you, you just, where's the tragedy? I mean, I know everybody suffers from mental depression, but, and I feel bad. I really like her. I mean, I like her a lot. I think she's really talented and cool, and I think she's interesting, and I'd like to see her last, but, uh, you know, do we need a documentary about a girl's not even 30? And she's like, oh, I've had a really tough, I had to, you know, I had to start on a Barney, you know? Then I had to move to the Disney Channel where they treated me, uh, you know, like a huge star. You know, then I got to make an album, you know, because I was on a really successful show that kids loved. Ugh. Then I had to tour. Ugh. Ugh. But the whole time I was very depressed. Oh, believe me, I get that. I get living it up and being really depressed. I totally understand that part. Just I don't know whether we need a documentary of that. The documentary needs to be like, oh, I didn't know her mother committed suicide or something like that. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be big. It's got to be something we didn't know. I mean, the thing about Selena Gomez, her story, I think her, I think her best friend gave her a kidney. I mean, it was amazing. If there should be a documentary on anybody, it should be me. And we all know that because my life is really interesting and nobody knows what to expect. You know, we just... Open with the, you know, the, the oh, I, t I told you, the way the documentary opens, Kennedy gets shot, and then the shot is the doctor spanking my ass and I uh, when I'm born and I start crying, and that's how it opens. <laughs> the Kennedy assassination to Dave Dreskow being born. <laughs> now, if that's not going to work for you in a documentary, then I don't know what is. Then I don't know comedy. Because that is comedy. To have such a high profile of yourself. <laughs> he, he, fuck you if you're not going to find that funny. That's hilarious. Of course, I was born a year after, but I'm just saying. <laughs> just, it's just better to do it that way. I've been thinking about that for years because it's just so funny. It's so in your face. Like, this guy really thinks a lot about himself. <laughs> And they're just meeting all the, you know, come on. Meeting David Copperfield at a birthday party. <laughs> Stuff like when you're nine. And the people you meet along the way. And meeting these people that become so big as a kid. It's, it's like a joke. I'm going to Charlie Sheen's during, uh, you know, during his meltdown. Hanging out with this guy. And then, of course, going to your regular job. You know, it's funny. I Again, I ran into that. The Indian kid who, you know, sent, the, if you saw the bonus show last week where I had the, the dancing at the Indian party, which I hope you like because it's pretty funny. That kid ran into me again on Tuesday. I was walking to work. He was at 530 in the morning. I either see him at midnight or at 530 in the morning. He always keeps, I'm like, why is that car coming at me? <laughs> Just go. He's a really good kid. I, I love seeing him in the neighborhood. It's exciting. We never have time to talk because there's always a car behind him. And he sent me that clip. Meanwhile, I did get a clip from that lady uh, talking and the thing in the background. It's just not as prolific as I wanted it to be. I apologize. In my mind, it must be something else. But I will still show it to you. But uh, I was like, it's just not positioned perfectly the way I wanted it or the way I had it or the way I saw it in my head. You know, what are you going to do? So, But I'll still bring it out anyway. I, I guess that's it for today. I, um, you know, I'm going out tonight to uh, hang out with my boy, uh, Richard Klein, 
and uh, Amy Yazbek with my horrible sister. There's nothing I can do about that now. And then, of course, you know, Sunday we'll see what happens. Hopefully it'll just be over and I can just move on with my life. And then next Saturday I'm taking the day off, actually, my first day off from work um, ever. I mean, I don't count the Ireland thing because I didn't get paid for it. Uh, so I can go to Yankee Stadium to see my old college play some other stupid school. So hopefully that'll be fun. But, of course, that's all before we speak or after we speak again. So we'll speak on again uh, next uh, week and on Tuesday. But uh, don't forget the uh, the, the, the Tuesday uh, Comedy Cellar uh, nightly show tonight at 6 o'clock. Uh, I don't have any guests lined up. I might not have any guests. I think I'm getting fed up with uh, not with doing the show but uh, just I don't know you know after the cancellation that just been it, it affected me and it's not good but that's the story and I think with Billy Joel A to Z what do we have coming out this week I think it's a unreleased track called the Siegfried line I mean it's uh, what are you gonna do what are you gonna do we gotta cover them all the Siegfried line but I do use clips from get smart and Bernie Coppell from The Love Boat as Siegfried. So that's the most important thing and all you really need to know about Billy Joel A to Z. Anyway, folks, I hope you have a wonderful week. It is November. Make sure you vote today. It is the most important thing. Whether you like a candidate or not, you got to exercise your right to vote. you got to vote. It's so important because you can't be that douchebag like, I didn't like anybody, so I didn't vote. Don't be that person because otherwise, if you are that person, then you have nothing to say to anybody. You can't have a conversation. But anyway, that's the case. So happy Election Day. I hope everybody has such a wonderful week. And I will talk to you next week on another exciting episode of Just Cow in the City. Good night. Yeah.